It's Gina's birthday, so we're taking the week off. Actually, Ray and I didn't want to take the week off, but when we sat down to record, we found that Gina had left us a voicemail. I have the transcription here. Um, is it? Oh, I... Oh, no, I, I can s- say that. Uh, okay, uh... <clears throat> F, you all. I'm going to Big Bear and won't be back until I've swallowed every last pill in this baggie I mugged some hippie at UC Santa Barbara for, and I've effed every member of the U.S. National Cheer Squad, men and women, uh, and your mom. I'm going to eff your mom, too. Uh, I'm going to eff her in the A with, with your dad's P and make you lick it. Hey, what's that? Is it drugs? Uh, a, a snorting sound? Um, I am a golden god. Sounds of gunfire. Uh, so, please enjoy this episode taken from the Patreon vault. As we know, Gina loves Christmas, the wholesome family traditions, the sense of togetherness and love. Probably should have written that after I read the <clears throat> voicemail. Anyway... Here's the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. We have more than 150 bonus episodes just like this locked away in the vault. Why not head over to patreon.com slash knowingishalfthepodcast and get access for just $5 a month. And while you're there, um, pray for Gina and hope her liver outlasts six dozen oxycodone and 18 physically fit bases, back spots, and flyers. (sighs) Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. And the Masters of the Universe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite cartoon recap podcast. Maybe sometimes, but not today, talking about G.I. <laughs> Joe. That's just confusing. Is that is that too much? Now, everyone has turned this off, assuming that we have a new podcast about baking or something. We don't? Maybe welcome we do. back to Baking is Half the Podcast. I, I thought no. she said banking. <laughs> or did you say banging? <laughs> no, I said, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, about, it's all about banging. It's all about banging a pie. Banging while baking and talking to bankers. <laughs> well, my name is Ray Stakatis. Welcome to Needing yes. Is Half the Podcast. <laughs> hey, is both K-N, so that's what... I like it. So what you're like saying it. is we're soon going to be it's rolling me. in the dough. No. Oh, my God. That's not what I said. <laughs> oh. I don't think I, I, don't we, think we, I Ray, even in, intimated that that was It's time to admit that Chan and I have been very slowly poisoning you over this past year. <laughs> anytime, you ask Ray, anytime you ask Chan to get you water... Oh, no. He puts a little bit of poison in it. But it's the kind of poison that slowly melts my brain and doesn't actually kill me. Yep. You, don't, See, you don't need that. Uh, I, I that's, don't. That's why all the uh, thermometers around here keep stopping working, because they just drop a little bit of mercury in it. <laughs> oh, a little bit man. of mercury. Hey, what are your guys' names? <laughs> See? He for doesn't the, even remember our names. For the, he's going for the authorities later. Yeah, he's turning into the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Turning. I'm Robert Chan. <laughs> I'm Gina Bolito. We are talking about the He-Man Christmas special. Oh, whoa. 
Whoa. Oh, excuse me, Whoa, Gina. Oh, that's true. He-Man and Shira Christmas special. Wow. I realized halfway through much. saying it, I was oh wrong. God. You know what? You could have just stopped halfway yeah. if you had noticed you were going on uh, yeah. and just, because halfway Gone there, back. that's He-Man. Uh, to be fair, yeah. I didn't get a syllable out of place before <laughs> Gina was leaping to I correct mean, me. I mean, that's some revisionist history bullshit. For so anyway, guys, be- welcome back Half to Nowhere show. Seen with Shira. <laughs> Uh, half the show. I yeah. would, I would actually argue, and you guys can all uh, watch this episode. Oh, and I highly suggest it. it. Uh, Shira did know. way more in this episode than He Man did. Man. Way more. Let's... I feel like it was fairly balanced between the two characters. Here's the no. thing. No, no, sure. she so? went on a mermaid trek. Shira, she did. Shira did a crap ton of stuff. Also, she brought Peekaboo with her, oh, and that Jesus. is. Beyond Ugh. unnecessary. That's the mermaid. The and she brought Perfuma with her. So uh, uh, she brought Mermista. None, none of these characters oh, are more annoying than Orko. Uh, you're not wrong. They right. were all on par with Orko. What was but, that weird ass uh, okay. animal? All right, you know. We'll, Ray, we'll Ray get wants there. to start the there's, there's a, too much well, crazy. There's we're so much because crazy. first off, I want to say in keeping with Ooh. the theme of the Christian holiday, we have a crossover episode, huh? Is it because Jesus died on the cross that, that you just is, made that joke? That's what I'm going for there. There's blood on this cross that you're talking about? <laughs> There's blood on my hands. That is not a... I, I feel like you're talking about... You're, I feel like you're confusing Christmas and Easter, blood maybe. Uh, maybe a little. Uh, uh, cold uh, open, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. It's like, we don't even start with the... Like, like fuck the intro. We're just going to go right into it. We're just going to blow these fucking kids' minds. Yeah. yeah. And it's snowy, snowing in Eternia, where it is Christmas time, even though... There's no Christianity. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. They're not. Ca- it's not called Christmas time. It's like the Eternia celebration. Oh, excuse me. Time. Okay. Because they don't know what Christmas is. They don't have it there. Do it's like a winter solstice. We are introduced to a buffet of characters here, and I couldn't remember. Like I couldn't think of anybody's name here. So these are the names I wrote down quickly as the camera was panning. Uh-huh. And tell me how close I got. Uh, elephant head, yep. Fisto, yep. peacock fairy, yep. witchy ethereal, uh, witchy Correct. serial mascots, Correct. shitty hawk person, Correct. clearly a gay confused bachelor man, uh, angel getting hit on by a werewolf, Woody the erotic broom, the littlest owl bear, and Perfuma. What the fuck? Those are all the real. Is names. Is that all their real names? I thought that one dude. I thought the one dude that I think you're calling gay is he the guy with the mustache? The guy with the mustache oh, and the big heart I on his chest. Hot. Oh, is did it? you yeah. know? Yeah, he's Ooh. hot. We is, found is, Gina's is, new type. Is he uh, Shira's love interest? Yeah, he's. Oh, he's, is that right? He's like the. Yeah. He's her equivalent of uh, 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 Tila. Right. Right. Yeah. Except for the fact that I don't think he's into women, dude. At all, he dude. totally is. Yeah. You think he gets all the best? That mustache is uh, very indicative of late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Uh, He's given all the mustache Straight rides. up hetero. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. He's like the Tom Selleck of She-Ra. Yeah. 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 Oozing masculinity also, with, uh, with that outfit. Mind, She-Ra's land is all, this is what I loved when I was little. It's so it's so colorful and rainbow-y. Sure. So it's very easy to think someone is gay in that in that uh, palette, in that color palette, but he he is not. Yeah, Holy but I but I wrote down because right. I feel like the the Shira people and the He Man people don't get together much. So I wrote down that they are gonna they are gonna be boning this whole weekend. <laughs> like seriously, it's like summer camp with the boys camp and the girls camp across yeah, the lake. I just feel like imagine imagine like you see the same people over and over and over again, and then all of a sudden there's like fresh new hot blood. It would be like if you showed up to podcast and instead of me and Chan, it was like you know. Whatever you're into, Ray. 
Oh, you better say two Melissas, otherwise there's going to be a hell Guys, to pay. I, I have a beautiful wife, and if she was there was two of her, it would be too much because one is enough for this guy. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, your, your Thanks, metaphor kind of breaks down because it's kind of like it, I, I feel like that means that at some point he wanted to to fuck both of us. Um, <laughs> no, that's true. So. Yeah, but no, yeah, but like then if got, got bored with us over the past yeah. year. So then After I started a year and a half of GI like, Joe. It was no, way too much. Absolutely, not. I was thinking like it'd be like what the reason why you would take a, a class, an improv class at a different theater. Yeah, you just need, so you, you can get you, the fresh meat. Fr- yeah, and mm-hmm. and all that's of the these, most upsetting thing ever. All of these characters are ripped and gorgeous, all good and magical. Is this dude's name Bo? As in B O W? I cannot uh, remember. I am looking at. Uh, uh, the, the the pictures that you got Shira, okay angela c- angel because she's got the wings oh. uh glimmer and frosta i don't know that we saw those two but there's mermista pika blue perfuma <laughs> these names are upsetting and flutterina flutterina uh, just to get angry uh entrapta there's a, a, a who presumably is a bad person uh named entrapta uh, there's Katra. Oh, Katra. Um, she, yeah, she's she was cool in there. as hell. She's cool. Uh, is, is is her thing that she's like a cat? Yeah. Can I say, Nailed it. Every, <laughs> sing, every single time that somebody's name in the Shiro world was said out loud, I think I just have a note here like, go fuck yourself. Because um, these names are atrocious. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I very uh, much felt the same The He-Man names way. are also not Listen, good. the He-Man names are also terrible, but at the they're not even trying to be clever. That's the whole deal. They're just Ram Man, Kate, Man at Arms. Katra is pretty clever. What is it even? Katra. She's a cat lady. If it were Katarina, that would be pretty cool. Katarina would be cool. She's very, she's she's sort of Eartha Kitty. Growl. Yeah, like she she does a lot of that. I love Eartha Kitty. You win me over right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, like that dude's name is bow, like like a bow and arrow. Great. Which I also, love also I it was like, like a staff. Like a bow uh, staff. Well, like I mean, also like there's his penis. bow like, yeah. a, like a paramour. Yeah, uh, he and can, so it kind of like a, he can bow me anytime. The, oh my goodness! Yeah, bow you. He can, bow, yeah. you, bow, you, he can bow. bow me over the bow of a boat and plow me. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Right, Thank so, you. We're done. We're this done character's here. name is Plow now. Um, <laughs> plow say, and Shira. Shira's are, hair in this scene is on point. Can I say right now? Uh, okay. I loved loved her hair. When in this scene. Shira is not Shira, it's yes. always great. And then and then for some reason it gets much longer when she's Shira. Like, yeah. He-Man hair stays exactly the same it just like, i don't darkens. know how her hair gets longer uh i i love it, it was, looks like it got longer it was full-on like 80s boof and i was oh into yeah it. She's, i was into she's it hot. she's hot okay. i think i think honestly she's hotter than he-man because that hairstyle that he-man is rocking was never attractive Ooh, that page boy bob it oh, is not it's not it's, it, it was never good yikes it, it is also as i will say Upsetting. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're okay. So they're doing a party. They're doing. The, they're setting up for the big winter party. That's the. That's the idea behind all of this uh, uh, gathering. Two notes that I had in all caps. One, all the toys, because obviously it was like everybody. Uh, hey, hey, you He-Man fans who are now watching She-Ra uh, characters, let's introduce you to them so that you can purchase them uh, later on uh, for for your female friends. Uh, and then second, immediately after that, was like was that all caps thing? gender roles. It was like, oh, the the women folk are all doing the decorating, and the and men painting. are sitting around watching. 
Yeah. I feel like Ram Man was building something. Like, you know, he could I think do man elephant, stuff. Elephant Head. Elephant Head I can't and Fisto. His real name, <laughs> but I feel like he was maybe decorating a tree at some point. But I will say it's weird because I guess it's because I had an older brother, but I had no Shira toys. And I don't remember watching Shira really? nearly as much. Uh, so I don't know if it's just because like my my brother thought that they were it was girly or uh, it's kind of hard to imagine that he wouldn't. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so here we go. Uh, he Man and Mad in Arms on Christmas Eve or whatever is oh built are building God. a rocket ship. They're building a fucking drone, is what they're, they're building. building a- like if you listen to the description of that, it's called a sky spy. Oh, that's true, huh? And they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna spy on the bad guys. We're gonna send our drone to the Middle East and yep. spy on Skeletor. Mm. And if we don't like what he's doing, press the button. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so or because and so they're like okay this rocket looks good we'll test it tomorrow I guess we'll just leave it here on this launch pad now that we've built it it's it's a strange conceit and then of course as soon as they walk away our pal Orko decides he's going to climb inside the rocket and fiddle with the controls Ugh, I hate I hate Orko so much he is a piece of shit I just wrote in my notes God I hate Orko uh, I yeah. just have Orko fuck you so I think we're all on the same page. <laughs> That's yep. my note. Oh, now, now I feel bad. Now I feel Fuck bad. Fuck off, Orko. <laughs> no, I mean, the idea is that, like, oh, this is something for the little kids to identify with. Um, you know, I've and- never gotten in the car and started, like, pulling the steering wheel. I did, and I almost got myself killed by rolling down someone's driveway and into a mailbox. So you were the fucking Orko, is what you're saying. I Maybe that's why I hate Orko so much, is because deep down, I, I am Orko. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I'm, no. I'm trying to remember back. And I feel like I thought Orca was pretty awesome back when I was a kid. Oh dear! Which is, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's terrible to think about that. You know, I mean, obviously as kids, we're just. But you think about it though. There's seven year olds out there who think Jar Jar Binks is the shit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, and, and before that, the Ewoks. The Ewok. Well, the Ewoks were great. I think I Ewoks know, were really cool. We think the Ewoks were great yeah. because we were kids when we saw it. I watch it now. Holds up. Thank you. <laughs> but by that, I mean I, I won't, won't watch it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, it's got. I, I got to think they did the right thing. Uh, the Orko character, uh, the kids identif- identified with it. And he's their window into this world, yeah. right? He's not He's not perfect like the rest of them are, so the kids could see themselves in Orko. But here's the thing. it's He's almost aggressively stupid. Here's, how do <laughs> I get like, it? Just like little kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. You're not wrong. When was the last time you were around so. little kids? Go babysit some little kids, and you will find out that they are aggressively stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Then you know what he needs consequences. He needs. He, does he not get them in this he, episode? He, he always gets them. That, uh, that is the thing. If you if you recall back to the episode that we did when he messed with magic and created yep. that monster, the uh-huh. giant snake demon. Yeah, he always and it and it usually is up to other people to to clean it up. But at the end, he he does learn a lesson about like, oh, I shouldn't do crap like. This and then before. he gets off, and and they say, don't do that ever again. He's like, okay. And very next episode. Back to doing the same again, shit again. Just like kids. Just yeah. like kids. I don't know if you've kids ever been dumb. around a kid who like stuffs something up their nose and then they have to go to the hospital and you're like, never do that again. And then the next day they're like, oh, I just stuffed a sandwich up my nose. Yeah. I understand. a whole sandwich up there. Kids are dumb and weird. I understand. Now I got to try is, that. This is reality. <laughs> this is uh, this is very uh, close to how a real child acts. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if we're going to be teaching lessons in this fucking cartoon, <laughs> we got to get down. Well, we got to like Orko does that. And uh, he should have been like, 
blown out of the hatch because obviously he pulled he pulled this yeah pulled this thing off listen i'm no i'm no scientist i don't understand rocket propulsion chan maybe you can explain this to me he's fiddling with a lever he rips the end of the lever off exposing wires and then the rocket immediately takes off chan wants to see bits of bloody orco in the snow i think we all do but that's not i'm just saying there was a panel he ripped it off it wasn't supposed to come off he ripped it off and snuck inside fine that's a hole breach you go off into space you know what happens you all get sucked out that hole true i just want to see a frozen orco like oh what did i do (laughs) i've really done it this time man at arms and he-man upon seeing this are like oh What's happening there? Like, right. they are way too chill. Well, no, they, they had a rocket, and it's malfunctioning. Like, oh, shit. Oh, well, you know, we'll uh, figure something I out. I feel like, it, okay, if this were Earth and all of a sudden a rocket, even if it's even if you think it's not manned, you would be you would be panicking. But they're both like, hey, look at that. There goes that really expensive magical rocket. Oh, Here's well. Gina over here. It's not rocket science. <laughs> it literally is, Gina. It's literally <laughs> rocket science. It is very difficult, and sometimes mistakes are made. And uh, it's a weird point because in the cartoon, they pick this as the moment to tell us who wrote it. And do you have written down like who the writer Wait, of this really? episode is? Yeah, Don is? Heckman and Bob Forward. Now, now, who who are those people? Because those names seem fake to me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of rude, man. I would think. Heckman, let's go forward. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, they seem like very seventies type of uh, uh, writing do, names. Do we know what else those people have written? Because I swear uh, it'll be just this episode and nothing else. Brave Star, oh. Shira, Ghostbusters, yeah, uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Dinky oh, yeah. Dog. Well, if you wrote Dinky Dog, uh, you're legit. That's going my back attitude. to Tarzan and Space Academy. Uh, that uh, that dude had been writing for a while. That's Don Heckman. So um, they wrote a bunch of shit together. Bob Forward. Uh, he did uh, so, some. Oh wow, he did some Transformers as recently as 2012. Oh, oh. Dang, okay. Uh, X Men Evolution, Here's Beast Wars. I take it all back. Hulk, Good job. Ultra Force, Captain Planet. Oh, Captain Planet. I'm legit. Up, Mario I'm Legends. Dinky Dog Zelda. right now because I can't remember what he looks like. This dude is written on. Uh, Ton of stuff. Jeez, let's, oh, let's get him on the proven podcast. wrong, Ray. <laughs> uh, it, do- it doesn't take much, Gina. <laughs> oh, Dinky Dog is like a. Oh yeah, it's like a rip. It looks like a rip off Scooby Doo. Oh, it's a straight up rip off of. <laughs> it's like Marmaduke and Scooby Doo have a baby. Yeah. Of yeah. plagiarism, like that's. <laughs> And that's what Dinky Dog even is. The same. He even has like the same spots and the same blue collar. The same color too. Gross. Oh, I wonder if this is like a Photoshop thing. Now that I'm looking at. Oh. Well, if that's the case, then I take Ooh. it all back. Good job. Nope, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I don't take anything back then. Back on the record. Thank you. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. From the masters of the universe, Hordak reveals the most gruesome trap ever. Welcome to the Slime Pit. The what? The Slime Pit. Now, Spike, or you're my slave, not the slime. Yes, my slime will overpower you. 
masters of the universe. You put it together. Take your soul separately from Mattel. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Uh, I was about to say that we should look out for the episode of G.I. Joe that Bob Forward did. Did he write one? Uh, he did it in 1991, which means Ooh. we would be looking at series. Tune in uh, next year, guys, series. when we're doing yeah. it. <laughs> oh, look. Look forward to that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of you out there are looking forward to us doing Series 2. Uh, we are absolutely not looking forward to it. I am. Speak for yourself. Yeah, what? I don't know. I'm kind of like in a like masochistic <laughs> way I'm looking forward to it after the one episode we did. Oh, by the way, I didn't think I mentioned for this, though. This is a Patreon episode that we're going to be giving to the masses for a weekend Oh, uh, over New Year's. And so we're here at patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. If you'd like to subscribe, donate, support the show. And that absolutely, like for five bucks a month, we'll give you access to our bonus vault where you'll get this. You'll get an episode of Thundercats. We're also going to record for this month. And if you go $20 or more, then we will let you choose which show we're going to do. So you can pick whatever the heck you want to and we'll do it. Uh, we have no shame. We, and, we were doing this. And who who are we doing this for? This episode is, of course, for Brian Rapp. And Brian, I want to say thank you. I apologize for taking so long to mention your name. We were so excited about doing the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Excitement's a strong word. I was excited. At <laughs> I least. was excited. I was ready to jump right into it and not even talk about the promo stuff that we were <laughs> supposed to be putting at the top of every episode. So, Brian, first off, thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank and you, I appreciate Brian. that. And, um, and and we hope that you're uh, you're on board. With the thing we're already doing and you're listening to right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, this uh yeah, this was this was an episode. This uh, was an episode of television. Well guys, let's get back to it because now we, we cut over to the bad guys of the episode. Uh-huh. And we have uh, uh Too Bad, who I absolutely remembered immediately because his name is T- Too Bad. He has two heads, he's half purple, he's half blue, and he's bad, and there's two. So his name, <laughs> goddammit, is too bad. I will tell you what. Uh, for as terrible as all of these characters are, and yes, all of the He-Man <laughs> characters, all of the peripheral ones, like disagree, uh, they get look, sloppier and lazier the deeper down the chain you go. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. It, look, look at me. I have a hammer in my hands. I am Hammer Man. <laughs> um, too bad. Uh, Skeletor does such a good job of cutting them down. Yeah, he's just like a roast master general the entire he's, time. He he's the Jeffrey Ross uh, of evil. Yeah, and they're like, oh, duh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like. And Skeletor is just all like, y'all motherfuckers, get your shit together. <laughs> I'm going to launch you out of this fucking ship. And they're like, ah. And he was like, all right, I told you. I told I you, mean, motherfuckers. When he says to them, oh, here you go. And they're like, well, we don't need a parachute. And then <laughs> he shows them exactly like, why mm, they need a parachute. Yeah. He gives, he kicks, great. here's the deal. They fuck up horribly. And this is why you don't put a schizophrenic guy with two heads in charge of direction. <laughs> to be fair, that's on Skeletor that's on for Skeletor. making him the pilot. That, that is true. <laughs> and so um, we end up getting He-Man is now on the ship. He like takes a scooter up to the ship and starts attacking it. Oh, this. At some point in the, in the 80s. Those flying scooters, that's what they considered to be this that was either edge. Oh my god, I would love a flying scooter. I feel like it's like it's like I it's not as dangerous as a flying motorcycle, but it's not as dorky as a flying moped. Like is which one's which one's dorkier, <laughs> the flying scooter or his flying jet ski from the other episode that we did? Uh, I just I just want every like lame eighties <sighs> thing to fly. Like like a, a I wanna see weird... a flying Yamaha. Well, you know, it looked like <laughs> one of those like uh uh, uh go kart machines that you get in and you like roll down the hill and those like 
like 1980s like cartoons about build the fastest go-kart in town. He's riding that. It looks like it should just be rolling down a slope slowly. Instead, it just flies. <laughs> it just flies here, through the air. There, I want a sound bite here. Yes. Of He-Man saying something. And I feel like the writers know exactly what they're doing when they make He-Man say things like this. You're trying to grab more than you can handle. Okay, and that's those are the those are the uh, uh, force belts that keep they get like one force <laughs> belt and he snaps it, then three and he snaps it, then like five and he snaps it. It's like guys, more belts isn't going to be the answer. Except it was the answer. Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. Well, nine belts ended <laughs> yeah. up being the answer, and then it was like but, put one around my neck because I enjoy autoerotic asphyxiation. I, I, I mean, the writers knew exactly what they were doing. That voice actor knew exactly what he was doing. By the way, he said grab because he didn't yeah. just say like, oh, you're trying to grab more. He was like, you're trying to grab more than you can handle. Baby, like, like <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, this yeah. is, yeah. Uh, there are so many awful one-liners that are oh, clearly it hurts. like intended to be the child version of uh, your Rambo's and your Stallones and um, I, Schwarzenegger type I, roles. I definitely think that it's in some way sexual. I don't I think, think anything on this show isn't sexual. <laughs> yeah, I think they were like, oh, man, this will be hilarious. Well, so can we say right now, Shira and her horse saves He-Man Yo, right here. Flying Rainbow Horse kicks ass. I forget its name, but Flying Rainbow Horse Flying Rainbow Horse. Ass. It's good uh, for me. Yeah, I wrote it down here so, somewhere. And then Shira and He-Man on the side of the ship double punch the ship. Yeah. Therefore, blowing it up. Here's I was a little thing. confused by how this... This metric works. The thing that's interesting to me is is I was thinking about this through the episode. I was like, so He-Man has like disgusting, gigantic muscles. And they don't even try to make it look like She-Ra has muscles. No, they don't. <laughs> so she like, is why tone. is it? I don't know why it's necessary because for him to be so muscly. He is the epitome of what a man should be. <laughs> he is He-Man. She is the epitome of what a woman should be. Feminine yeah. yet strong. Yeah. Feminine. True. Period. <laughs> Although no, no, she does. She does like lift up some pretty heavy shit. Oh yeah, she does some heroic she, she shit in this fight. show. Yeah. And also, her sword more useful than He Man's. He Man's is just a sword. Hers can turn into anything. It can turn into a lasso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. turn into like. A- well, yeah, because you don't want her like straight up having sword fights. That would be too <laughs> manly. Yeah. yeah, I would. Um, also. So, yeah. um, I was going to say briefly, now this is where Skeletor gives all four of his crew one parachute and shoots them out the airlock. Yeah, that's pretty great. And they have to just, like, fly down together. It was pretty... I I loved it. I I came out of this episode with such an appreciation for Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. He is. Like, I really, like... I think Skeletor is right up there now with Cobra Commander in hindsight as far as favorite cartoon villains of all time. Oh, yeah. He is great. I mean, I knew he was great. It's just to be reminded of how great he Uh is. Sure. uh uh, Really was was stark. And really, really, like, the cartoon in general is not good. But they pitched him just perfectly (laughs) tone-wise... To, uh-huh. to sort of undercut a lot of that and, and still, He you is know, such a misunderstood still, genius. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one appreciates him and his greatness. Uh, what's this weird thing about... She-Ra always calls He-Man brother. brother. He never calls her sister. He calls her sis, which I is a little be- weird. I-, I think maybe is it because, like, hey, sister, it sounds too, like... 
Right. Easy, well, no. sister. No, yeah, exactly. Brother sounds that way. So why didn't she just say, "Hey, bro"? Except not when, not when like a blonde lady is saying it. Like I feel like I feel like a, a guy couldn't say it to him. Like he'd be like, "Hey, brother." But like, well, one man could, and his it. name is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. That's true. And Hulkamania was going oh, wild. No, you know what it is time. because of the nun connotation. You think she's a nun? No, no. Well, then like, why I not a friar connotation? It would evoke because no one back then knew what that was. I think somebody knew what that was. No, that's like a thing that that like in Lost, in Lost, like it it was a thing. But uh, well, no, I mean, my thing is just why didn't you just say bro? Because that wasn't a thing back weird. then. I don't, I don't think bro think. was a yeah, thing back then. Yeah, bro was then, not a thing back then. Sis is like from the 60s, you know? Like, yeah, and it's more It's more like, it's, yeah. What do you call, do you, do, do you call your brother's brother? Do you say, hello, brother? But How are you this fine morning? Sister? No, but if I grew up in attorney, I probably would. Thank you. It's more formal there, Chan. Like if you had a magic sword that turned into a lasso, you would Here's definitely. Here's the thing: he calls his parents mother and father. He doesn't call them mom and dad. Very formal. It's for, it's a formal place. He's dim, uh, Can, can we say Eternia is a lot like Cuba? Is that it's stuck in the sixties forever? Yeah, there's like there's car parts all around because they can't import car parts from other places. But the and... cigar Eternian cigars are delightful. <laughs> can I say that out loud? Rolled between the thighs of a of a mermaid. <laughs> what, the, what the hell's her name? Mista. Uh, Mermista. Mermista. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a it sounds like a drink. Um, it sounds oh like a. God, it, it sounds like a aerosol can that you spray <laughs> after you crapped. <laughs> oh, I took a big duke. I need, honey, can you Get bring the me the mermista? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that smells like shit too. It's like somebody shit on a bunch of flowers. Uh, okay, so Orko's in space <laughs> and he's floating through space and he finds Earth. Here's the thing that that. That drawing looked nothing like Earth. Am I alone in thinking that? And, Maybe they didn't want to tip the hat that it was Earth. Maybe. But I was like, what is this Earth. gray blob of a planet? <laughs> Do they not know what Earth looks like? They had pictures of Earth back then. <laughs> they had been to the moon and looked around. Uh, immediately. Im- so immediately Orko sa- saves a couple of annoying children. Yeah, we meet Miguel and Alicia, uh-huh. and immediately horror music starts playing for a reason I can't fully understand. I don't know, but like, f- there's a lot of problems here. Like, where, like, where are their parents? Their parents aren't. <laughs> Throughout this whole episode, spoiler alert: those those kids are n- are going to be away for a while. They will be missing for and, weeks, and their parents do not give not a even crap. And the kids aren't scared. And so when they meet Orko, they're not like, holy crap, what are you? They're like, hey, oh, we got lost. We're crying now. And then Orko's like, don't cry. That's because children are stupid. Well, not just that. He casts a spell right in front of them. Yeah. And I really think they're trying to channel E.T. in this moment. Uh, uh, with the whole like you know the little like alien dude who's got made of magic. Yeah, but even in ET, that kid is like, "What the crap?" Okay, I'm gonna feed this thing candy. Let's see what happens. These kids are like, "Yeah, we're immediately cool with this thing," and then right away they start indoctrinating him. Oh yeah, like this is like this is like those people who I hope I hope I don't upset any missionaries right now that listen to us. But this is like those missionaries that go to places that need food and water, and instead of bringing food and water, they bring a Bible. Yes, they're st- they start proselytizing uh, uh, Orko immediately and being yeah. like, "Let me tell you about 
Jesus. Now, yeah. they don't say it on the episode. <laughs> they go to, and then there was a manger, and then he's like, what a lovely story. Uh-huh, and they, they cut away from all the re- religious it crap is. that goes on. It's like Because at first I was like, oh, yeah, because at first he's like, well, what's Christmas? And they're like, it's when you get presents. And I'm like, oh, good, good. They're not going to touch on the rest of Christmas. They're just going to touch on the positive things of Christmas. And then I- also this dude was <laughs> nailed to a piece of wood. And fade away. <laughs> And we're back again. <laughs> also, uh, the little girl thinks that this uh, Sky Spy is a flying saucer because she doesn't know what a fucking saucer is. You know, round. You mean like a, a plan uh, nine from outer space I mean, disc? I, I actually thought this was pretty smart that she was like, oh, it's a UFO. Basically. She didn't say it was an unidentified flying object. She said a flying saucer. Here's the thing. So that, hey, means, that, means like the writers, that means the writers don't know what a saucer uh, is. For the record, we don't know what angle she saw it at. It could That's have been true. looking very flat That's from where true. she Actually, was. Actually, we do. We can look okay, at the tape. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, worry about that. <laughs> She's looking at the goddamn wing. It looks like a fucking airplane. There is, there and she's a- like, well, must be a saucer. There was a period of time where, especially like if you go back and watch old uh, Twilight Zone episodes, where they just called everything a flying saucer. I don't think you're wrong there. I don't think you're wrong at all. Now, was there a point where Orko said it all sounded very confusing? Because that, I laughed real hard uh, because I'm like, yeah. I'm with you, Orko. It does all sound very confusing. I'm really getting confused. No, it's not confusing. Uh, Orko was right. It is very, very confusing yeah. if you really yeah. break it down. If you, I was thinking of this as I was watching it, and I was like, God, how do you even begin to to someone from another planet who who I guess they sort of have religion, but it's all, it's like sorcery, basically, is what they have. There's their, real their religion magic in is his like planet. magic. Yeah. But if I was to say to someone like, okay, let me explain to you what we got going on on this planet. Oh, jeez. So a really, 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 really long time ago, a woman got pregnant but like she did not have sex so contrary to any biological thing she just had a baby in her uterus because if someone told me that story i would first be like she lied (laughs) and then they were like no no no. swear she didn't lie a higher being put a baby inside her i would be like oh a fucking alien came down and implanted her with alien babies no 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 the first thing they would have said is like oh your biology is different from ours i guess you know it's some sort of uh yeah, we're, you're aliens and you do things differently. And then you have to explain, like, no, no, we still take our penises and put them into <laughs> vaginas. It's just in this one specific instance, um, uh, God put his penis in her vagina. Metaphorically. and But no, also sort of literally. Kind of and literally. And we celebrate this day because that's the day that this baby was born. And somehow, like, a lot of people knew that it was a special baby because there was a, sc- a star in the sky. So a lot of people... Walked really, really far to bring this baby some presents. But not just that. I mean, obviously, this happened in, like, May, and it <laughs> celebrates a pagan holiday. Let me explain to you what paganism is. Maybe that would help if we start there. And at that point, they were like, up. yeah, there were, like, some wise men who crossed the desert. I would be like, oh, what what nationality were these wise men? And well, they, they were would all tell white. Me, and then all I, white. And then, like, they would be like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, 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 they were like desert people. And I'd be like, oh, you must be real good friends with anyone who's, who's any type of descendant from this person. You must all be real, really, really nice to the descendants of these wise men who live in a place that is near a huge desert. Oh, no, we bomb the shit out of them <laughs> all the time. Call them heathens. It's pretty neat. Uh, and then we get presents because this uh, this miracle baby was born. I would not. And we cut down a tree. At which point we cut mm-hmm. back to Orko saying, 
It's awfully confused. Really confused. <laughs> no, I feel like then Oracle's like, it sounds wonderful. It sounds wonderful. Get to the bombing. <laughs> I, I want I want him to I wanted it to cut back and him him be like, wow, this sounds really dumb. And then like all of the all of the parents' associations in the eighties would have been like, blah, 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 we're on Christmas. Here's the thing. We've all established and we all agree, Orko's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that is true. So when he's like all right, I believe all of these things that you've told me, even though I don't understand them at all. And I've repeatedly told you this is too much information given to me at one time. This data dump, I cannot comprehend it. I would believe you, though, because I am a child and I am stupid. And then he, when they he get picks back. up on certain things because he's like, what about the jingles bell? Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, I want to know how they worked that into the story of Jesus. That is the correct uh, 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 pluralization as well. It's like Surgeon's General. It's one jingle bell, two jingles bell. No Can I say right way. now, though, Orko is the worst type of that person because he gets back to Eternia and is going around being like, you oh. don't know who Christmas is? Fuck oh. Oh, you. Yeah. That it's, thing it's, I just found out about a minute yeah. ago. It's like when your your friends just recently discovered a band and they're like, how do you not know about this fucking band? Last week, neither of us knew about this fucking <laughs> band. Kill yourself. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, first off, I've got a couple a couple issues here. First off, we have a finder beam. Apparently, there's something called a finder beam that just yep. exists where you can just find somebody, but you need a magic mm-hmm. crystal, so there's our MacGuffin. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, the magic the, the finder beam found them. They found them on Earth. Uh, I don't know how far away Eternia oh. is from Earth, but it, apparently it's pretty damn close because so he just mom, shot over there in about a day. They touched on this, but He-Man's mom is from Earth. Yes. I don't know if you guys knew Correct. this. Yeah. But, I was not, did not know until but now. But she, she landed there and then- She and landed? Then, what, how'd she get there? I don't remember. Uh, space probe. I don't remember, but then then the local local king seized her as his as his Child wife bride. and uh, forced her to have his to take his seed. Right, <laughs> and then we also so uh, the transport yes. beam is what requires the, the carrying water beam, crystal. Excuse me. Okay, uh, uh, we also get the Shira jam. Like the Shira song that made me leap out of my seat and start dancing. Oh yeah, you mean when she transforms? Oh yeah. Oh can we, yeah. Can we? I'm, I really would like to hear that for a moment for the people at Is home. It here. Hottest jam of 1986. I love it. If we were periscoping right now, you'd see all of us dancing in our chairs. Terrible. Hey, I got the moves. Straight up, we were dancing. So now Uh here's the thing. So He Man, He Man has for the power of Grayskull. Correct. Shira has for the honor of Grayskull. And I get that they can't use power again. Mm -hmm. He's but but did they have to make it so like it feels so icky? That actually I'm fine with uh, because I don't think of in the sense of like honor killings or anything like that. (laughs) Okay, okay. I think of in the sense of like that was where my head went. uh, I was thinking like uh, here's this big dumb galoot. All he knows how to do is lift things up and down. Yeah, she is fighting for honor and justice and truth. Okay, I would have liked for the justice. Yeah, I guess I guess honor is just as good. You're right. I I immediately went to a place of like she better stay a virgin or else that sword won't work. Oh no, that's not where my even sort of brain went. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! In the eighties, it's, it's probably what they meant, but I definitely <laughs> took it as like, uh, yeah, you get the power and uh, the power to punch things. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna give the brains to this one. She's gonna actually do the stuff that uh, you you can't. Also, as we're about to see in a second, she does have the brains because she goes to find this crystal from Mermis- Mermista, who's a mermaid. And when she what? asks her, like, Mer- 
Because of course she mermaid, is. God damn it. Her name's Mermissa, and she and she's a mermaid as well. Hey, people might listeners might not have put that together. She's also very hot. She's a hot mermaid. She everyone, is hot. Everyone associated with Shira is super quick, hot. Uh, quick, uh, quick sidebar here. What would our He-Man slash Shira names be uh, if we lived on Eternia, Eternia and or oh. what? What planet is she on? She's also on Eternia. Is she? Yeah, it's just like a different part. I thought but, they called it something else. Oh, oh, Eternia is the kingdom. I think uh, 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 Shira is is from like the kingdom, the next kingdom over. What's it called? Lady like Poweria. Futuria or something. Oh, like that, that sounds right. <laughs> I don't even know if it's right. That sounds great. That's what it should be. <laughs> I think it's something uh, so, something like Shan, that. Shan, you're asking what our what our he man is because she- uh, I feel like I would be. Mermista be... is a fucking mermaid. We know that Perfuma smells nice, and that's uh, what she does. My origi- uh, um, immediately, all I could think of for myself was short round, but, <laughs> but that's already taken. That's already taken. We just add some syllables. Short rounda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, short, shortista, shortista. Yeah, okay. shortista. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Uh, I think I would be a, a <laughs> galoot man. <laughs> that, yeah, I, galoot I, man. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I feel like I would be hey tor. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on the villain side in this world. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why would you? That, how is that a question? <laughs> All right, someone someone draw so, us up as 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 but, or figures. if you yourself have a better name for us and you yeah. have a He Man or She Ra name for the three of us, <laughs> tweet it at GI Joe Podcast or or put it up on our Facebook page. <laughs> Trust me, we want to see that. I dropped the round part because I'm not actually round, you guys. No, but you do eat a lot. So. <laughs> I do you eat, eat more than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> uh uh and and luckily I am still petite. Tiny. <laughs> is uh, but but Shira proves that she has the brains because she basically goes to Mermista and is like, hey, do you know where this like super rare crystal is? And right. Mermista is like, yeah, it's totally over there. And Shira's like, cool, come with me and help fight. And she's like, all right. Yeah, let's work together. Like, cool. She, she totally like conned her into that crap. But this is what's crazy about it because uh, the Mermista's just like, there's a beast monster in the lake where the crystal is. Yes. And so we're thinking to ourselves, like, it's just a rumor. We don't know if there's really a beast. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, of course, there's a goddamn beast monster down yeah, in the lake. I was you hoping, wouldn't be wouldn't mentioning it. I was otherwise. hoping it would turn out to be the beast master from the movie from the oh, 80s, well, that the amazing. beast master. And then he can have a romance with Shira, and then she can live with him and his little. What are they called? Little, uh, uh, not otters. Oh, no. Uh, uh, what shit, are they? Weasels? It? No, ferrets. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark Singer would be uh, hot as fuck on top of She-Ra. Yeah, that's Just what I'm saying. Just going to town. Jesus. Um, <laughs> His little ferrets are watching, <laughs> covering their eyes sweet, with their sweet, tails. Sweet. <laughs> what? Okay. So beast ma- a beast monster comes out of the lake, of course, and starts running after She-Ra. And we're led to believe this is some like deep monster, that this is going to be a battle for the ages. Mm-hmm. And instead, he takes literally two steps and then trips over his own feet uh, and falls like through a chasm. I sure. thought, here's what I thought. I thought he was going to turn out to be just a misunderstood monster. Like he's got, he's like the lion with the with a thorn in his paw. Okay. Because I felt really bad for him. So I was bummed that he just ended up being just a dumb, stupid, evil monster. This is only because we watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rain. 
reindeer like two days ago. Not wrong. So you're like, oh, he's just like the abominable he just has snowman. A tooth All monsters are the abominable <laughs> snowman. They just have tooth issues and they'll be fine. No, this one is just sort of completely useless. Like he's there to be menacing, Aww. and it it lasts for like a second, and then he's completely defeated forever. I feel well, bad for him. I feel like he had a family of beast. Mon- he came from a geez. family of beast monsters, and they all got really good assignments, like guarding other things. And this is like his third assignment because he failed at all of them. And well, like no when, he, when he goes home for the holidays, they're going to be like, so uh, anyone steal any lake crystals from you recently? And he's going to be like, I really tried. <laughs> it, you know what? Uh, the, he he fell down and like he wasn't hurt. He was just like stuck while they got the crystal. And, and then he goes back minute, to his yeah. thing. And it, really, his day is just like, oh, what are these assholes doing here with my get out of my house? Get get out of my yard, you goddamn kids. Yeah. Get, like, ah, oh, oh, damn it. I slipped and fell. All right. They're gone now. I just uh, whatever. Go just back go to back. Bed. Yeah. He doesn't care about a water crystal. Well, it just happens to be there. That's true. Do you do you have a sound clip, Chan, of a uh, uh, Shira's unicorn horse talking? Because his voice oh is God. wrong. It is, it is wrong. For, I have it written down so here. Is that is he a goddamn demon? Because his I had to go back and re-listen again because I was writing something. I was like, who the fuck is talking right Here's now? The thing: unicorn horses were big in the '80s because Rainbow Bright also rode a unicorn oh, sure. horse. Uh, there, they never went away, as Bob's <laughs> Burgers can clearly oh, attest. That's okay, true, actually. but did they ever sound like this? What are they? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Here's the thing: I'll tell I'm you. Scared. I'll tell you what he sounds like. He sounds like the rock monster. From the never-ending story. Oh, my God, he does. That's what he fucking sounds like. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm up Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. Because I'm used to, listen, if I'm voicing like a unicorn, it's like, oh, She-Ra. Uh, oh, I would Let's go it'd defeat like, the it would be monster. This is Rainbow Bright's rainbow horse. And they it's look, sexy I, as they shit. They look identical. They do. Except, <laughs> and it's just, but you're not expecting that. Not. If that horse all of a sudden came up to you, he's like, "Hello, Gina." Uh, I guarantee you, and I'm I'm looking it up right now to uh, find out uh, specifically the name. I guarantee you, the voice actor does like six other voices, and so it was like he has to make his voice distinct. <laughs> so he just like, "Hey, this is my voice. I'm a I'm an a unicorn." Urgh. I I. I'm telling you, it is the rock monster from the NeverEnding Story, I, and that, I feel that. that that rainbow horse is one step away from going. They look like good, <laughs> strong hands, but I they just, couldn't keep the nothing away. I'm not kidding. I had my headphones on watching <laughs> this. I turned, thing. and then all of a sudden, I heard the voice, and I almost deafed myself right there in the moment. I thought somebody had broken into my house. I thought it the, was terrible. I the exact same thing. Lou Scheimer is the is the uh, actor to take okay. nothing away from Lou Scheimer I'm sure he's a delight who does many great voices uh, this yeah. one just seemed incorrect for the character Lou you did a great job <gasps> oh no Uh-oh. he killed he was Chan's the mom. executive producer of He-Man oh, oh no so nice. he, he forced them into giving him that role <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like maybe we, this well, was this was a discussion that they had that it would be funny if he didn't talk like a normal unicorn the reason producer Lou Scheimer performed the voices for so many supporting actors was that the official voice actors were contracted to perform no more than three different voices per episode, oh. which we've uh, learned. We from, learned about that with Bill. Yeah. Uh, and since there were usually uh, only Bill three Ratner. regular cast members working on each show, Lou would fill in the rest of the male cast. Uh-huh. And it clearly his, did not give a shit then. <laughs> why his wife, Jay, and daughter, Erica, did very small parts in the first season of He-Man. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. He's getting mad. 
That's right, it's William the Refrigerator Perry. The fridge is on G.I. Joe. And you can get a free fridge. Here's how. Select five fridge certificates or call the number on the certificate and the fridge will tell you how to get in on the action with only four certificates. There's a $1 handling charge. See details on specially marked G.I. Joe packages. Watch out, Cobra. Fridge is coming through. Go, go! Now, back to G.I. Joe. Cool. Well, moving forward, uh, we, we we get to meet. Okay, guys, we got to talk about the fake Transformers, right? Yes. Uh, everything about. Uh, oh, okay. Here's the thing. I wrote so Transformers in all caps. Then after they transform, I was like, no, sorry, GoBots. Not even GoBots. Yeah. GoBots yeah. at least were. Uh, they turned took into the shape of something. Yeah. <laughs> These things like turned from like a walking robot into a robot now on its back leg, but with its like head straight up its own ass, and that's yeah. what the robots turned into. Mm. But also, they mention other robots. What are the little robots' names? Uh, the man The man which is is and they're known a, as the monstroids. Yeah, the monstroids versus the man and. Manchines to me, it, it it sounds like an army of failure. Charlie Sheen so clones. Levels. I, uh, I then we, we okay we okay we, we'll we get will to get that. to the Manchines it, it, it in time. Sound, it sounds like an army of Charlie Sheen clones, and it is very disturbing. It just they they get these weird like robot tentacle sensors that come up out of the ground, right? Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to myself, instead of sitting there staring at it, Shira, why not get on your flying fucking horse and go away? <laughs> you got what you came for. Leave. Instead, she's hanging out. She meets the 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 monstroids, and she gets you know uh, caught in a bubble. And then yep. they just and then they say, "Cool, we got her." And then they just leave her in the bubble and fuck off. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they take the crystal. They just go away. Here's the thing: can we can we go back to Earth now and explain the fact that Orko is about to kidnap these children? Okay, yes. Uh, we leave the Shira c- caught in a bubble to take us back to Enchant. I need I need the Jingle Bell sound <laughs> pole here. I need it more than life itself right now. <laughs> jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. Guys, that is not how the fucking song goes. <laughs> That's all they know. They don't want to play, pay the royalties on the real one. Jingle <laughs> bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. When you get to the third bells, word, you got to pay bells, for it. Jingle, jingle bells, jingle bells. 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 <laughs> um, it upset me. That Honestly, I was very angry when I they, feel like when they started If you're a little that. kid, it is hard for you to remember words to songs. The next word is fucking <laughs> jingle. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. That's what they remember. And then they're probably like, I don't know what the rest of it is. I guess it's bells. Bells. It just said jingle again. God damn, you you dumb kids. <laughs> Look, I know that you're on a different planet with an alien monster who <laughs> I don't trust completely with uh, your No, safety. they're still on Earth at this point. They have no excuse. Yeah, they're, but they're in his alien oh. spaceship. And at no point is there any discussion between any of them of like, hey, let's like get you back to your parents. No, no, nowhere is this even even mentioned. And instead, it's like, oh, hey, I think they're trying to bring me back to my planet. You kids come. Yeah. Come with me to my planet. Because Orko's full of terrible ideas. <laughs> yeah. I, I, in the, the 80s was big. The 80s uh, was was a decade that was big on stranger danger. Yeah. Like we, mm-hmm. we learned all about it in class. We had exercises where it was like, ooh, you've got to have you've got to give your mom a safe word so that if someone comes to pick you up and they don't know the safe word, you don't go with them. And what was your safe word? Uh, I don't. I didn't really have one. My mom worked at the school. Worked at the school. Her mom did not love her. <laughs> well, Gina did get abducted a lot as a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. My mom 
worked at the school and my mom was just basically like, uh, here's the deal. I'm never, I'm never going to send anyone else to get you <laughs> because it I was will like, never leave you. It, she was, she was like, it, it's either going to be me, your dad or your grandma. Like that's it. And if it's anyone else fucking run. So we didn't, we didn't, but we did do, we did used to do, uh, uh, Drills in the house. If there's a fire, this is how we get out. Because we had a second story, like balcony. My dad would go first. He would help my mom down. Then they would carry us down. It was a whole thing. But but here's the deal, though. You're right. The '80s was about don't go off with strangers, yeah. unless apparently if they're dressed like midget Tom Baker in a purple house dress, then mom, get on the airplane. A faceless boy in a robe told us to come with him to another planet. So of course we said yes. <laughs> And yeah, and to Chan's point from earlier, they must have been gone for weeks. No, that was my point. Thank you. Oh, as Chan said earlier, <laughs> my name is Gina Ippolito. Mm. What? I'm sorry, what? I, I don't think weeks, but they they are definitely gone for days. And at no point is anyone concerned. Like, I think it's like the only thing they're concerned about is, are we going <sighs> to miss Christmas? Guys, I just had an epiphany. Are they orphans? Well, no, because we meet their parents. I think their parents sent them out to get that tree knowing the avalanche was going oh, to happen. Yep. And they yes. sent them out to be killed. So when Orko returns with them later in the episode, they're like, oh. Wait, isn't this back. a plot point in uh, Hansel and Gretel? So nice yes. to see yes. you. Yes, Hansel and Gretel's dad leaves them right? in the forest for them to get killed. It is a very oh, dark story. Snap. He can no longer afford them. And he leaves them in the woods, but they're so like industrious that they're like, "Oh, we've got breadcrumbs. Let's let's follow this shit back." And then they kill a witch. I'm thinking they probably went home and killed their dad pretty soon after. <laughs> well, I agree with what Chan said about Hansel and Gretel right there. And that- <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm just being a jerk now. I can't even help myself. Uh, okay, so there's there's a, a meteor, and the meteor is like the all-seeing eye, and we meet Hordak. Which is Shira's skull-faced villain? Yeah, which I have a I have an issue with the fact that her her main villain is also a guy. Yeah, like why couldn't her main villain be a woman who has a guy sidekick? It's Who's true, named like Edwin Lynn or something like that. Instead it, of supposed to evil Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, I don't like the fact that his fucking name is Whore. His name is freaking Hordak. Hord, Horde. Horde, like a horde. Uh, yeah, it makes less sense puns. than Skeletor, for sure. Like, he should have been named, like, Skullhead. <laughs> by, by, based but, on the logic of the other names But on we're show. saying that she was writers were at trying for clever names. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Hordak is an appropriately clever name, but, you know, it's less on point than some of the He-Man names it are. It sounds like a noise that Ren and or Stimpy would make when they were throwing up. Hordak! Yeah, like, Hork it! They used to do that all the time. Um, okay, now I just have... Okay, so Orko gets back, and this is the part I was mentioning earlier. Uh, uh, he tries to tell everybody, like, like you don't know what Christmas is, even though he literally just found out about it. And I just have here, Orko, you hipster trash. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately he goes, who's Santa? Fuck off, Orko. Like, uh, yeah. I want everyone, everybody in the scene to just die. This is where I wrote... Who's Santa? You don't know who Santa is? I can't believe it. Everybody knows who Santa is. <laughs> I want to choke him. Just just, <laughs> just reach through my screen and choke the life out of him I'm not, in that moment. I'm not sure what made me write this, but immediately after I wrote, these kids are serial killers, right? <laughs> because I think like throughout the whole thing. Why? Here's the thing. They are calm as F throughout this whole thing. They really are a little Hannibal Lectory. Like they are not, they are on a different planet seeing all sorts of crazy things and they are just super chill. And uh- I think that they are going to, like I think that in two years, 
they are going to be murdering their classmates and hiding their bones in their backyard. Oh Not to mention the fact that this whole thing has probably scarred them for life. But I think I think that they are straight up sociopaths. There's a weird thing that happens because like they're oddly, you're right, calm the whole time about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a moment like four scenes deep where they're just like, hey, on a side note, um, can we get back to our parents on Earth at some point? Like, hey, I'm just I'm trying to be cool here. I'm trying to be cool. But it's, you know, do want to get back at some point. They want to get back for Christmas. They don't give a crap about their parents. They want their presents. That's a great point. <laughs> and they try to give them presents in Eternia, and they suck. Their no, presents like, are no, terrible. It's like socks. Give me fucking toys and shit. You, you can't even handle that muscle-bound female She-Ra. <laughs> Uh, again, she's not very muscly. Not muscle bound. Muscle bound implies you can't move properly. I mean, <laughs> I uh, that's that's where the sexism comes in because like if she if she can do anything physical at all, it's like she lifted a fifty pound bag of rice. What a muscle bound monster! What a meathead! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it would be. I, I, I. I would like to see the villains swap heroes for a little while because I feel like Skeletor is just constantly thinking that Hordak is a puss because he's like, oh, his 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 hero is a chick. I've got a dude. I'm way it's way worse for me. They do kind of have that argument though, or he's yeah, he's just like, yeah, man, he's, you get beat by He Man all the time. He's like, yeah, but at least I don't get beat by a girl. Yeah, but you get beat by a guy with a girl's haircut. Ooh, that's what the that's comeback is. That's a tough one. Uh, okay, so <laughs> also uh, yes. this I love. That's me. <laughs> that's Wario right there. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you think he came from, but it was absolutely <laughs> Skeletor. I wrote at this point. I wrote like, "What the fuck is this subplot that's going on?" Because I thought it was going to be a very different episode, <laughs> didn't and you? Once all the once all the robots show up, and once there's like another villain above the villains, I'm sort of like, "Who? What? What's happening uh, there's, here?" There's a master villain who's in charge, apparently, of all the secondary villains who, to us, are the big villains. And I do not remember this. I don't. From I He-Man think this might be all. an invention. And then, yeah. So, Peek, uh, Peekaboo. I just have written down here. God damn it, Peekaboo. <laughs> Stop. Uh, why are they riding around in a dildo ship? I can't be the only one who noticed it's a giant freaking cock that they're riding around in. <laughs> to be fair, you think everything is a giant cock, right? Oh, is because it is. Thank you. Yeah. We um, walked by a 7-Eleven the other day, and it was like, what are you doing getting chips from that giant cock? Like, right. That's not right. Isn't it, Chan? No. Isn't it? It's definitely not. Well, okay, so the, the 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 monstroids show up and they kidnap the children and they're basically like, Hey, here's the deal, we're gonna murder y'all and take your children and your orco for reasons I can't I know. I think that they're probably just like, Ugh, this thing will keep those other things occupied. Couldn't they just be like, you know what, let's execute Orco as as a warning to the others? For me? I don't know how to kill Orko, to be honest. I feel like he is he he has done so many horrible experiments that he is like not he's like he's like Voldemort now. Well he is like he's destroyed his body. Yeah. In some experiment, and now it's like I'm not sure how to kill this thing, so I guess we'll just leave it be because it's mostly harmless. Just keep letting it ruin our lives, guys. It's uh But so they put these kids in jail, and my first note was wait, we've established that Orko can escape jail. We ran right over. What did we miss? The kid singing? Uh, you t- specifically told me <laughs> to uh, bring oh, this up. excuse me. Yes. I actually flipped right past my own note here. 
Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who haven't watched the episode, good call, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> You're not wrong. Not be Disagree. Uh, here is Christmas on Eternia. Clapping because sort of still going. I I just remembered why I wrote my serial killer note. <laughs> 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 Here's the deal. This is when I wrote it. When I started laughing, the Christmas speech. Yep, that's the when laughter. I wrote that they were serial killers. The laughter. Um, uh, guys, I will say though, it's hard to write a good Christmas song. And they wrote that in like five minutes. With was it Bowman who helped them? <laughs> uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I feel like it was him. Bowman was the bow Bo? guy. Uh, confirmed bachelor. My, my new boyfriend. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, mustache he, rides. He had all of the. He had all of the things that in eighties. Uh, <laughs> a, a a young girl in the eighties blossoming into the fullness of her uh, flower. Um, <laughs> just- when she gets, starts getting her period, basically. <laughs> She wants she wants a dude with a mustache who knows how to play the lute. But he also can't be hell. too masculine. He has to have many feminine he has qualities. To wear so it's not scary yet. Mm-hmm. Peace and sharing. So which is your favorite Christmas song, Gina? Uh, Christmas oh. on Eternia or Christmas Shoes? Oh man, I, I want to hear. I want those little kids to be the kids in Christmas shoes. Okay, excellent. And mm-hmm. they want to buy those shoes to their mom at home. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause their, cause their dad, the really fat guy at the end. Here's the thing: uh, they're not getting him because she's sick. They're getting him because they tied her down to uh, <laughs> uh, like a, a bed frame and have been slowly bleeding her. Oh my god! And they want her to have nice shoes on when she dies, just so they uh-huh, can watch the uh-huh. light in her eyes go out. <laughs> This is a great moment to actually mention that, uh, Gina, we did get two new Patreon subscribers <laughs> since we promised if we got a new Patreon subscriber, you would put on the reindeer outfit oh, for you a video. Oh, you didn't the reindeer outfit. I forgot and it. And it's okay. We can make this at home. <laughs> get some here to No, I have you. to sing it to you, Ray. That oh, that's was part right. of the thing. Uh, okay. We've only got a few days left to make this happen. So. Uh, we, we will try to find a you time. You guys forgot to remind me to bring the reindeer onesies. It's my own Right fault. on top of my dresser. To be honest, you bring it so often that I just assume that you would have brought it. That's, <laughs> just, that's Yeah, we assume fault. you're wearing it under <laughs> everything yeah, you're wearing. Yeah, it's like my Superman outfit. Uh, we do need to make this video, though, of you singing oh, Christmas yeah. shoes with a reindeer outfit on. Um, I might have to just come over, uh, yeah, and then we'll just it. shoot it in the quick. Good yep. God. This, this does is all of those appear. words that you just said there <laughs> sound awful. Oh, no. What did I say? Uh, b- roll back the tape. I'm going to come over to your house and record you wearing funny clothes. <laughs> this could be awesome. I'm gonna c- I didn't ask if I could come over. I'm going to come over with a camera. You're, you can come over. You, uh, But I feel like we also need Chan there. He's got like like, to yeah. be like the shop owner oh, the, or something. The witness. As the, the person <laughs> in line behind the child no, buying the like shoes. No, like there's a kid. The kid, the kid is talking to the, the shop owner and then turns around. And, and there's, a, there's and other customers there. Talks to the sucker. Yeah, and that's Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I, I the, feel like Chan's the shop this, owner. Oh, is he the shop owner now and I'm the sucker? It uh, only makes the most yeah, sense. No, no, you're the sucker because he's singing most of the song to you. It's like because he's like. 
Sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> Wait, are we doing the entire four and a half minute video? I thought this was like 20 seconds long. I mean, I only know so many of the words. Okay, cool. So it'll probably end up being a minute long. Guys, after that, just start filling in uh, love and caring, peaceful peace bliss. Yeah, I just want to kill myself right now. So we meet, we meet the, we meet the monstroids. We now we meet the Manchines, the arch enemy good guys of the monstroids, named Cutter and Zipper. And I just have in small letters here, they suck. Oh, they're cute. They suck. They're cute, but their names are again serial killer names. Cutter. Yeah. Yeah, like their names, like or that's the depressed one. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking it's like a group of like MRA dudes that like want to want to not let anyone know online who they are, and they're all planning on like kidnapping a few women and like showing them who's boss. And they're like, I'm Zipper, because I I like fucking zip them up into the, into the body. <laughs> I don't know. And if you go to my website, mra.com, the Men's Rights Forum, run by me, Ray of Knowing Is Half the Podcast, you'll learn all about what your code name would be as a men's rights activist. If you were a, if you were a man sheen. Oh, my man God. Sheen. That is an MRA oh, thing, no. 100%. We're the man sheens. Oh, no. We hate women. <laughs> the only thing we hate more than women are good code names. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're ter- they it's are terrible. Little, it's a little. It's a little off-putting that they look like babies. So I looked this uh, up. Baby hybrids, like uh, baby, <laughs> Dr. Moreau babies. <laughs> I, I looked this up, guys. Uh, the both the monstroids <laughs> and the machines. It turns out these. This was a property they were trying to turn into a thing. Of course, and of course, only ever appeared in the He-Man She-Ra <laughs> Christmas special, what? and never were seen ever I again have, in I, anything. It was obvious they were trying to do a spinoff. So I don't clear. understand how they thought they could turn those monstroids into toys. They were just so haphazard. They were not good toys. Oh, you could do it. You, you could, could do, do it. it. They would just suck. Like here's <laughs> like the the design. I can't even begin to imagine they would how out more someone, uh, how the engineers or the de- designers of the Transformers toys did what they did. We have a we have a car. Brilliant. Yeah. How do we turn? How do we add things to make it into a robot and and construct it in such a way that it can be taken down and uh, open back up Seriously. multiple times? Space program like stuff. just yeah, like it, uh, all the joints and and. It has to look like a thing at uh, at one point, and then it has to open up and look like another thing. If it looks too shitty, like we know what that looks like, it looks like the GoBot. It looks like a GoBot. Everybody knows uh, that. Uh, 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 I, I just googled Manchin toys because I was pretty convinced that they were toys, but my Google just thinks that I'm misspelling machine yeah. <laughs> every time I do it. Yeah, no, they they wanted this. To, like, hey, we have a He-Man She-Ra hour-long Christmas special we're going to put out there. Let's use it to launch a new brand of toy. Yeah, but loosely based on the popular transformers but this is why i feel like they were probably toys because they a lot of times they came up with the toys before they man i feel like this was one of those like put it out like a pilot almost you put it out there and see if people respond to it and then I if mean, it does you then you go full blue i you mean know? i typed manchine toys uh 80s and nothing and and it still just thinks i'm misspell- misspelling Look, the monstroids as tall giant death robots are kind of cool in their own way. Like, they're not great, but there is something about there to be like, yeah, they're, they're a little B.A., I'm into it. And as soon as they transform into just weird abominations of nothing, it's just the same five pieces rearranged in a different formation. I forgot how jacked these... Like, like cartoon He-Man is jacked. Yep. But 
toy He-Man is. is, You got veins on that dude. I mean, he is not. He is not healthy. Oh, jeez. He has. He looks like he has tumors. Well, that's the battle armor. uh, But his waist is also very small. Well, yeah, he's got to keep his waspish, girly figure. I mean, he—that's he, 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 not the armor that's making him look bulgy. I mean, you yeah, say that, but right next to him is Skeletor, who I would remind you all is a skeleton, <laughs> and yet uh, somehow has he has a skeleton face. We don't know the rest of his body is not a skeleton. That's why he's Skeletor. But he does have webbed feet, so it's a little weird. Oh yeah, uh, I, I believe that's uh, Duckmaster. Duckmaster? Yeah. I definitely yeah. had this guy that changes faces. Oh, Manny Faces, my favorite. Yeah. Because, again, the names are terrible. All of these Manny are still in faces. my parents' attic, by the way. I wonder if there is a, a, a human being out there whose name is Manny. And his and... last name is Faces? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one way to find out. I mean, you could have a kid name him Manny and name his middle, middle name Faces, Chan. Well, guys. That's a thing you can do. <laughs> I'm texting my brother to ask him if, he, if we still have all our He-Man figures. Well, I'll continue on here because now we have a huge fight scene. Nope, there's a human being, uh, an award-winning new media journalism professional, uh, founder of New York hip-hop publication Birthplace Magazine. Uh, This dude's name is Manny Faces. (laughs) God dang it. Here's the deal. We're sorry. We're sorry, Manny. Uh, I'm trying to figure out right now if he is old enough that his parents would have seen that episode (gasps) of If he's like 30? Oh, no. (laughs) Well, uh, well, while you guys are texting and looking up things on Google, I'll, uh, uh-huh. we have the most violent fight scene we've seen in a cartoon because literally all what? those monstroids get fucking murdered. Shira murders Ooh. all the monstroids. They are cut in half. I, I Pieces mean, are ripped off of them, and it is jolly. This, this is a fun time salad bar of death. This raises a lot of ethical questions yes, about whether machines are human and if they can feel pain. These and- are clearly sentient <laughs> creatures and they tear them in half like they were they, paper they just nah. they literally there are five confirmed murders in this scene uh, they deserve it mm-hmm. they like deserve it why, deserve why? It. so uh, if they had killed I the man like I, I heard them mutter something anti-semitic oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, we will kidnap your the, uh... children hitler had some good ideas <laughs> The Should have turned on the time. closed captioning to see <laughs> to catch that. Uh, that's my no! fault. That's my fault. Oh man. Okay. So at this point, uh, Skeletor yes! steals the children, and we get into yes! where this episode is going. We get into what this How episode was going the entire time. Like this. This is where Skeletor gets fucking grinched. He does. He, gets grinched. he does get grinched. Okay. So Skeletor is walking through the cold with uh, now they've got like robot manchine puppy, oh, which he's is adorable. So cute. He's, he's adorable. So cute. But also, first, first also- he the puppy the the little girl clearly dies. She fucking dies. <laughs> she falls she over. She falls in the snow and she stops moving. She collapses in the mm-hmm. snow mm-hmm. and is not breathing. And then Skeletor is like, ah, she's fine. Okay, I'll put magic coats on you. And then she instantly is like, I'm not dead anymore. She gets right up. And then she gets up. And then they're like, and then they're like, can we bring our puppy? And he's like, no, leave him in the snow. And the girl's like, he's gonna die in the snow. They leave. The dog starts to die. And then Skeletor is like, okay, okay, bring the puppy. Uh, Gina, that is not a dog. That is a dog sheen. Uh, This raises a lot of ethical questions about whether or not machines are... are... Second. (laughs) If they're shaped like dogs, they are real, for the record. Little girl falls down in the snow. Oh, she's died. Somebody gives her a jacket, and she pops right back up. That 
is a scammer right there. This is what that I've is been saying orphan. the whole episode. That is an orphan oh, okay. pulling the playing the game. She knows how to do it. This is what I'm saying. They're sociopaths. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and then when they get with Skeletor, like I feel like in their in their sociopathic brains, they're like, "All right, here's the here's the deal. This guy looks like he could legitimately be dangerous." So we need to con his ass. I never would have put this together without you guys. <laughs> they are dangerous individuals. They, are, they con Skeletor into getting Grinch. And not just that, he carries the dog and likes it. He, he it, didn't even it, want to bring the dog. Yeah, and it licks his bone face, which That's like, hot. I feel That's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it when a dog licks my bone. <laughs> My bone. I mean, here's the thing. It's it's supposed to be like, oh, the dog really likes Skelter, but he's he's a man made of bones, and any dog is gonna want those bones. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah, but yeah. He makes. Yeah, exactly. Excuse. You just tell him, Gina. All dogs want a bone. All dogs want that bone real hard. Okay. So I'm just going to give them that bone whenever I can. If our podcast leads to bestiality, I will feel really guilty. It's the only thing I'll ever feel guilty about on this podcast. I'll be honest. I would be shocked if this podcast didn't at some point lead to bestiality. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. We have established my love of animals. So if anyone is having sex with animals or delicious foods that you could otherwise be eating, you know how upset I'll get. Uh, You can still eat the food, I do want to take a moment and ponder (laughs) the politics of the monstroids versus the machines because sure let's talk about it, it. It, it occurs to me that uh i i guess they're fighting over resources as as any you know conflict inevitably is the result of but what resources is clear that the monstroids do not consume the same things uh, no that i these think it's oil do i think it's oil you, you think, think it's they're oil bo- it's always oil You're i just think they're both uh uh machine based life forms cyborgs of a sort and they both need oil to... Yes. Well, let me break this down one step mm. further. The Monstroids first off appear as sensor tentacles to see what's up with She-Ra. Yep. And it's not until like some aggression takes place that they put her in a bubble and then leave her behind and don't uh-huh. harm her in any way. They don't want to hurt these people. No. And when the Manchines show up, the first thing that I think a, a Zipper says or, or Cutter says, he says, the monst- we're the Manchines. The Monstroids are our enemy. Uh-huh. So maybe if you break it down... The manchines are the evil ones because who's the one who gets murdered brutally? (laughs) The manchine, in in the sense, the manchines are the monstroids. Yeah, they're the real monstroids. See, I assume that they didn't hurt Shira and they put her in that glass bubble after showing their tentacles because they're coming back to film her doing tentacle porn later. (laughs) I mean, that's a keep the horse. That's a fair assessment. That's uh, that's. We're in a world where that probably could happen. Yeah, I feel like with all those different things on that planet, a lot of things are into tentacle and, porn. And what if the what if the monstroids actually like threatened the bad guys, Mordak, uh, Hordak, and, and Skeletor, what to they take were doing, the kids, and they're trying to protect the kids? What they were doing is they were going to they took the kids, and uh, when dude, uh, I forget what the, what his name was, but they said that when he comes, we'll deal with him. Right. They didn't say anything about like we're gonna fuck these kids up or anything. They were trying. To lure in the, the baddest bad guy. guy. Okay. The monstroids are the true heroes of this episode. They were going to kill well, the evil overlord of the galaxy using yeah. the kids as bait yeah. and then put the kids on a dildo ship and send them home. <laughs> well, they I don't know people, about the dildo ship. I but... just assume everyone's riding in a dildo ship. We've been over this chance. <laughs> they, as a people, have been wiped out. There is a genocide in this episode. Oh my God. Yep. They're all they, murdered. They get, they get genocided, so we'll never know. Mm. And, and the winners write the history. Gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> you notice how the Monstroids never said the Manchines were their enemy. No, not once did they. But the no. first thing out of the Manchines' mouth, 
Yeah, I don't know that the enemy was the right word. I think what they were uh, actually saying was the monstroids are our prey. Oh, oh man. shit. Oh, yeah. man. Guys, well, okay, so the... T- that's deep right now. We've, we've really cut to the quick on this, and now I see where the Manchines did not take off. Wait, here's the thing. I, ha- I had a revelation about, so so Skelter's like being licked by the dog and blah, 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 and the little girl's like, I can hold him. He's like, ah, uh, no, no, I want to, I'm going to hold him. Uh, it'll go faster that way. And like, he clearly wants to hold the dog. And then a little while later, he's like, I don't know what's happening to me. And I realize he's having a stroke. It's oh, not, no. he is not, he's not getting grinched at all. He's not, his heart isn't growing 10 sizes. He's not getting infected with the Christmas spirit. He's having a stroke and he has legitimately no clue what's happening to him. And you can see because the right side of his face stops moving. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, well, they- I will say, I, in all caps, I did write, Oh, I hope he keeps the dog. I would have Aww. loved a He Man uh, series where he kept relay. And oh, it was just, uh-huh. it was just like, it's like Doctor Claw and his cat. Yeah, he was just like a mean son of a bitch, but he just had this cutest little dog just yapping around his uh, ankles all the time. Uh, at this point, I realized that I uh, back on Earth there is probably a manhunt for the kidnappers, and uh, a couple of guys probably got thrown into jail, oh, and and a a mayor, an up and coming mayor who wanted to make a name for himself, this, expedited their death this penalty, is making of a murder all over again. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, and and so I would say like three three gentlemen who were in the wrong place at the wrong time have now been executed for this child murder. Not to mention that Donald Trump took out a full page ad in the New York Times <laughs> and, begging for their deaths. And you know what? He probably won't apologize. Not, ever. He's not gonna, he's gonna act like he never even did it. And then these kids will probably show up, and the parents are like, "Ah, oh God, let's like let's just not tell anyone that they're back. We have to move now. We don't want it. We don't <laughs> want this to become a thing. Or do they just do they just murder the children?" <laughs> And to bury them under the floorboards and act like nothing's wrong. I mean, we've established that that was what they wanted in the first place. But they didn't want to do it themselves. Um, okay, yeah. so for the hundredth time in this episode, somebody explains Christmas to somebody else. In this case, it's the children explaining it to Skeletor, who is, he's now Christian. <laughs> Apparently just hearing the idea of Christmas is enough to make you like full-blown evangelical. Yeah, yeah. And I'm into it. Like, let's do this. And a snow beast shows up. And Skeletor shows what a badass he is. Yeah. He dispatches the snow beast post haste. Uh-huh. Is everything in this world called a blank beast? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> they... How else will we know who the bad ones are, Chan? We, we do not have time to name something and then explain the name. We got to get it all in one shot, Chan. Horde Prime. That's the name of the big Horde bad. Horde Prime. Horde Prime. Oh, yep. yeah. So As Horde, opposed to Hordak. So Hordak mm-hmm. is, oh, okay, because I do not remember Horde Prime at all from this series. Not even a little bit. But okay, so here, here we go. This is, the big, this is the big moment of the episode, right? So Horde Prime shows up. Uh-huh. The good guys, uh, 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 yeah, and then uh, uh, the ba- so b- there's a three-way dance for the kids. It's rumble time, and it's going to be like multifaceted. Uh, and it's gonna, we are going down right now. Skeletor gets exploded and knocked unconscious. Oh, crap. And, uh, and he's terrifying looking. Horde Prime. If you Google Horde oh, Prime, he's legit, dude. He looks he, like a Batman villain. Did, I'm assuming you already Googled this, Chan. Yeah. He's uh, here's the Horde terrifying. Prime is 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 legit you cool. Don't, you don't want to meet that guy, so it's a good thing we never meet that guy in this no. episode. No. Well, everybody's here. Horde acts here. The good guys are here. Everybody gets saved. Oh, he's he's Horde acts older brother. Oh, uh, depending sense. on which continuity. Oh, oh jeez. Oh, Don't crap. tell me there's timelines <laughs> in She-Ra, for Insane. God's sakes. Well, it's mostly comic versus TV. Got uh, it, got uh, it. 
And okay, so we end up just getting like a big laser beam. Like there's a there's a cluster F of a fight scene that happens here. Skeletor gets woken up by the dog. He's both confused and sad over everything. And then everybody teams up to throw Horde Prime's ship straight into orbit. Uh-huh. That's the gist of where we end up with this yeah, yeah. giant mess of a fight which scene. Which I was actually thinking, so they throw the ship into orbit. Correct. Which is exactly what ha- which is exactly how uh, uh, Orko landed on Earth. Oh no! Is Horde Prime going not, to Earth? Yeah, I'm assuming Horde Prime is headed right for Earth at this oh, point. Oh no! I'm assuming he is he serves is. those parents right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and okay, and there's a weird. Okay, we're right towards the end of the episode right now. There's weird. Is there? Did you guys notice it? Like He Man and She were like flirting with each other, like really oh, yeah. weirdly. I always used to think that. It's like when I was way like, weird. when I was little, I was like, "Ooh, yeah!" Like let's play He Man and Shira. And I was always in my mind thinking, like, yeah, they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, as we all know, uh, twins uh, enjoy having sex with each other. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, not what I thought you were me, going with that sentence. If TV has taught uh, me anything, it is that. Uh, if, if Pornhub has taught me anything, <laughs> I mean, there's entire genres uh, pages of, devoted to. Game of to. Thrones, also. Game exactly, of Thrones. exactly. Do we, could I have just a little bit of that dialogue to kind of show the people at home what I'm referring to? I what, from the porn? Is, no. I'm not Porn Chan. Ray, please. This is a family show. <laughs> oh my god. Since I'm, I'm, when? Here's the thing. He and Wait. Shira were not raised together, it would seem. I'm looking at her Wikipedia page. Oh, that's yeah, this is, yeah, this is stepbrother, stepsister oh. porn. No, again, again. no, no. Oh. They're identical twins. King no, uh, Randor and Queen Marlena. What is both of them? Wh- there's just some, they're, they're right, uh, uh, right when the kids are about to go home, they just have a little bit of conversation as Prince Adam and whatever her name is. Prince, Princess Elaine. I don't remember what her name <laughs> is. And it should, it made me uncomfortable. Etheria, that's her planet. Oh, uh, I get here it. Here we go. She was kidnapped by the Horde and, and Hordak as a baby. Okay. Um, that's her thing. So oh, she, ho, Merry Christmas, young lady. Merry Christmas. Brother. She ripped off his Santa beard there. Creep. He was, he was <laughs> oh. clearly trying to trick her into thinking he was the real Santa. Yeah, so she sit on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mm. can we just get to the levels of disturbing? He shows up with a slightly pudgier belly in a full <laughs> Santa costume and beard and literally thinks he's fooling everyone. Yeah, he You still have the reverb on your Shira, voice, boy. Calm down. He says to Shira, how did you know it was me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You I literally have the you. exact same haircut and same face and same voice. I don't know because I'm not a fucking idiot. Maybe that's how I knew it was you. <laughs> also, how did he? How did they like get that costume so fast? I'm assuming the kids were like, "Oh, this is what he looks like. He's a fat guy." But he's like, the it- goddamn Prince of Eternia. <laughs> you think he doesn't have legions of tailors at his beck and call? But here's the thing. I feel like if I let me explain. Let me like explain <laughs> to you what. Like if I said to you like, "Oh, he's a red. He's a fat guy who wears a red suit." Mm-hmm. He's got a big beard. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you come up with? You're not going to come up with that crap. I would have come up. You know that that like uh, <laughs> Jaguar commercial with the with the Santa guy. He's like an old guy with two like hot elf chicks oh, on yeah, his sides. Yeah, that's the suit I would come uh, up with. Is yeah. a pimpy, loungy, <laughs> pimp suit. Gina, made of you red would, candy. Canes. You wouldn't understand this reference, Ray. Uh-oh. Uh, is it about pieces? Bray, Bray Wyatt and Brother Love's old oh, costume. Absolutely, yes. Brother yeah. Love's costume. This is a wrestling thing? From yeah. WWF of the 80s. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes. There's only yeah, so many Bruce references Pritchard. that I wouldn't get that you guys would both get. <laughs> it's either that or like specific things about your own penises. And me and Chan wave them at each other <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, we definitely leave. know what each other's penises look like, so that's... <laughs> 
that's common ground. I, hey, you know how it hooks to the left? Yeah, uh, uh, just take a left at, at Van Owen, and then you'll be right at the place. Is, is Chan? Is this? Should we just tell everybody right now? <laughs> Nightly, before either of us goes to bed, we send each other a dick pic. Right. It's right. our like good night, uh, Chan. Also, good night, Ray. Also, we're twins. <laughs> we are also uh, twins. I was actually kidnapped <laughs> by Hordak when I was. When I, well, uh, uh, you guys are sending the dick pics every night to each other so that ten years from now you can do one of those progression videos, <laughs> and you can see where the spot got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, actually. <laughs> a progression video like that because that would be hilarious <laughs> well i know someone who's starting tonight yeah no <laughs> we're gonna start at january 1st we'll do a year of dick oh my god it'll be our <laughs> that, daily wall calendar seriously yep. that would be shared so many times <laughs> and it could be with the facebook and, music and in the background like, see like the pubes are long slightly longer the pubes are slightly short oh that well he clearly shaved that day that's interesting yeah. Must have must have had something good going on that <laughs> night. Tell me something. Oh, good. we are starting to lose our minds, everybody. Okay, so okay, so we're right at the end of the episode. We take the kids get presents from uh, He Man. They're uh-huh. flying belts, which are goddamn cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. you can't just give. You cannot give Earth creatures. Eternian technology <laughs> yeah, that, that makes you fly around. You can't do that. That means uh, that they're going to go back. They just did. The government is going to find out. Like As soon as they show it off to their parents, their parents are going to call the U.S. government and be like, our kid's got something crazy over here. It might be Russian. And then within a year, uh, the entire U.S. military is going to have flying belts, and it's going to mess up the history. You're not wrong. Uh, I also like. Uh, I have just written down here. Those parents are amazing. Their dad is super I, fucking I Mario. Hate, I hate these parents so much because uh, it is it is yet again another fat guy hot wife scenario. Yes, and I hate it. It was just like King of Queens. <laughs> it is. He is so fat, and then she comes out and she is smoking hot. She is smoking hot, and the and the parents are just like, "Hi, you're back." Ah. Oh, we didn't care. That you- and then, like, the kids try to explain where they are, and the parents are like, oh, you're liars. Don't we'll explore care. where you were later. Let's get to pr- Christmas presents. And it's like, what What kind of terrible, terrible parents are you? You sent your kids out for a Christmas tree. They don't come home for probably three days. And then you're like, shut up. Just open your presents. Where were you? We don't care. <laughs> I think that those kids kill their parents immediately after the scene. Well, we get the we get the laugh walk off of them turning on their flying belts, flying away, and the parents looking at the camera, being like, "Blah blah blah." Yeah. And uh, okay, did, did that you guys... dude has a front butt. <laughs> uh, come around here real quick. I just want to show you that he is so fat that he has uh, a divot in the middle of his belly. But don't tell me that's not super goddamn Mario. All you gotta do is put the hat on. It's me, Mario. Fat Fidel Castro. You know what? The fact he's wearing horizontal stripes does not help him in any way. Let me just put that out there. I want the story of these parents. I want them to have a spinoff show. Not fuck the Manchines. I want the parents of Miguel and Alicia the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, they die five minutes into episode one when Miguel and Alicia kill them and bury them under the floorboards. <laughs> um, do you guys stick around for the uh, the PSA afterwards? Because it really was what? magical. No. I didn't. I I, um, I. Can we just play it really quick? Because it literally is I the worst it... PSA they've ever. Oh done. yeah. Oh right. I'd forgotten about that. Ooh. 
I let it play out. And I didn't well, let me just say it. beforehand, we'll, we'll champagne in one sec, but the lesson we're going to learn, and you tell me if I'm wrong, it's that Christmas is something that's real. Uh, we're into peace and getting presents is cool. That's the PSA lesson <laughs> of the day. Uh, if we could just play it really quick, it's not very long. So that's how Christmas first came to eternity. Not everyone celebrates Christmas, but the spirit of the Christmas season is within us all. It's a season of love and joy and caring. Yeah, we know. And presents. <laughs> presents are nice, Orko, but Christmas means much more than that. I know, Adam. Christmas is a time of peace and caring and happiness. I just said. That's right, Orko. And what would make you happiest this Christmas? Presents. Oh, Orko. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was what you were considering the PSA. I, I did watch that. And yeah. all I could think was, that, yes, they have now been indoctrinated. Oh, yeah. They're in. Their own their own religion, their own holidays are now non-existent. And oh, yeah. they and they are are totally into Christmas. And here's the deal. Now they have a reason to be at war with Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. They're like, anyone who doesn't believe in Christmas and the spirit of the season, we're going to fucking wipe you out. This is how the Eternian Civil War started. That's it. And the worst part is Skeletor does believe in Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he looks different, so he has to be... Uh, He's got a skull head, so obviously evil. He yeah. does, but he, he nailed a little a little tiny manifesto to the wall of a church. And so now they're two different religions. Going Martin Luther with us yeah, right yeah, now. That was awesome. Yeah, Skeletor is Martin Luther. Well, guys, there's our elongated Christmas He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Also, Bechdel test passed. We passed it. Mer missed a convo about the magic crystal with She-Ra. Into it. Lasted a long time. Into it. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and just do the uh, contact information and whatnot. First off, thank you so much, Brian Rapp, for uh, helping us out this month and supporting the show. Uh, we'll Thanks, be hopefully sir. back next month and do whatever the heck else you want to do out there. Or anybody Thanks, else Brian. out there, if you want to join in, 20 bucks a month on our Patreon, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast uh, is the way to get episodes done at some point. And then five bucks or more a month gets you stickers and magnets and all kinds of stuff we're brewing up right now. And, uh, well, as you're hearing this, you have until the end of the month to join our Patreon. So if you want to go in there and subscribe for even five bucks, we'll give you the whole bonus vault and you get all the episodes that you can't otherwise get. Uh, otherwise, go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. We haven't talked about that in a moment. And uh, thanks to those who have done that. If you're buying presents on Amazon, we have an Amazon link thingy. I've been buying stuff like crazy on there. Some of it's been weird. How's the cat fountain? What the hell? The cat fountain is great. Shooting cats all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Delightful. So yeah, we have an Amazon. Excuse me. Woo. We have an Amazon link on uh, our Facebook.com slash Knowing Is Half the Podcast. Uh, that's our Facebook page. You can go on there, like us, and join in the community. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it, we are at GI Joe Podcast. <laughs> There's too much information. He forgot. He forgot. I did. I am individually at Almighty Ray. I am individually. <laughs> I say that like every time, don't I? No, you say individually. We are. I am individually at <laughs> Almighty Ray. I am severally at 999 RPMs. I am multiverse at Gina Ippy. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll put this episode up for a week and then throw it in the vault for the Patreon subscribers to go back to. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you had a great holiday season. And no matter which holiday you uh, follow, <laughs> because not everyone uh, celebrates Christmas. But if you're if you're planning on moving to Eternia, you better. Oh, it's you better. You're going to get fucking murdered like the <laughs> like the monstroids did. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Monstroids. Can I put that out there? Yeah, they they were they had a different religion, and that's why they got killed. never forget. Is it wrong to say <laughs> the monstroids died for our sins? <laughs> yes. So on yes, Easter they'll be they'll rise again. Oh my goodness. Guys, I can't wait for Easter. <laughs> Till then, good night. 
Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. Together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 